They say it's the world's lightest solid, with the lightest one only three times heavier than the weight of air, and could possibly be made even lighter. It has the word gel in its name, but not quite gel-like. A mysterious yet fascinating material that we're learning more of each passing day. Hi everyone, I'm Yunika, and welcome back to the What Is Podcast, a podcast where I try to fulfill a little piece of your curious minds in topics like technology, science, art, history, and many more. On this episode, we are asking the question, what is aerogel? Before we start, I'd like to give a big shout out to aerogel.org. Aerogel.org is an open source encyclopedia website dedicated to educating the public about all things aerogel. There you will find references about aerogels, how-to guides for making them DIY style, and many more. Most of the source material from this episode is taken from aerogel.org, so if you're interested in learning more, kindly check out their website for more information. All of our other source materials are listed in our YouTube channel. So just like my experience back with my first episode of the podcast, I first encountered the term aerogel in my English class. Back then, I didn't have the slightest clue what it was and what it looks like. But after discovering that it's in fact one of the world's lightest materials, I was instantly hooked. Aerogel was fascinating and unlike anything I've ever seen before. Now, I want you guys to picture yourself preparing sweet, delicious jello. First, you mix in the sweet powder with hot water. Next, you stir it up until it's well combined, and then you let it cool in the refrigerator until it sets. You then get a plate of jello. But instead of it being wiggly and jiggly, imagine all of the liquid inside of it sucked out and replaced with air. But instead of crumbling into a heap of dust on the plate, the structure stays its shape making it a light, porous, and dry structure. That's basically what aerogel is. To sum it up, aerogel is a group of dry, lightweight, porous, and solid materials. Based on its name, aerogels are made from gels, but with 98% gas in its pores instead of liquid. Aerogels are most known for their extremely low densities, making it the world's lightest solid. In fact, Aerogel made of a material called silica weighs only three times heavier than air. That's just crazy. And if the Statue of David by Michelangelo were made of aerogel, it would only weigh around four pounds, lighter than even a newborn baby. But because of its extremely light weight, aerogel is very brittle and can easily be broken. I've seen many videos where people break aerogel in two, just like how we break a graham cracker in two. But despite of its brittleness and low density, aerogel can manage to hold up to 4,000 times its weight. This means that a tiny 2-gram piece of aerogel can withhold a 2.5-kilogram brick. There are many types of aerogels, made of a wide variety of substances, including silica, carbon, 
gelatin, metal oxides, and metals like copper and gold, to name a few. Just like its name, aerogel starts out as a gel. Gels have properties similar to liquids, like density, but they also have properties similar to solids, such as a fixed shape. The gel is then purified to get rid of all the impurities left behind that can interfere with the aerogel making process. It's done by soaking the gel under a pure solvent, typically acetone or ethanol, over a course ranging from a few hours to several weeks depending on the gel size. Because of this process, the liquid inside the gel is exchanged with a solvent that it's soaked in. Next, the gel is placed in a pressure vessel and goes through a process called supercritical drying. What in the world is supercritical drying? Well, supercritical drying is a process in which you increase the temperature and pressure of the liquid until it reaches the critical point so that the liquid transforms into a semi-liquid, semi-gas, called a supercritical fluid. At this point, there is no longer a distinction between liquid and gas. After this supercritical drying process, you are left with the framework of the gel intact, but instead of having liquid inside of its pores, you have gas. Fun fact, this supercritical drying process isn't only used to make aerogels, but also to preserve biological specimens, decaffeinate coffee, and dry clean clothes in a more environmentally friendly way. During the days following the English class that introduced me to aerogel, I thought that this was a new breakthrough discovery in the 21st century, but what's surprising is that I later discovered that aerogel has been here long before my grandparents were even born. Aerogel was started by an American chemist named Samuel Kistler. Kistler was always interested in supercritical fluids, even studying it when he went to Stanford University. He later became a professor at the College of the Pacific in Stockton, California, teaching undergraduate chemistry. In 1931, Samuel Kistler and a fellow chemist, Charles Learn, created a bet over who could replace the liquid in jelly. Yes, I really mean peanut butter and jelly jelly, with gas without causing the structure to shrink. Kistler won the bet and the first aerogel was invented. This invention would later be published in the Nature Scientific paper in 1931. In the decades following its discovery, Samuel Kistler experimented by producing many kinds of aerogels, including transparent ones made of silica, tungsten aerogels, iron aerogels, and so many others. In the 1940s, aerogel was even used as a thickening agent in paint and makeup. Fast forward to the 21st century, and aerogel has skyrocketed. Aerogel is now used as a thermal insulator for buildings, NASA's Mars rover, and Stardust collectors. It really is incredible to think that something that started out as a bet ended up creating a material with some awesome properties and a wide variety of applications. I believe that with more research and discovery in the years to come, aerogel will prove to be very useful and rise beyond what was previously imagined. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the What Is Podcast. Don't forget to check out our Spotify, Instagram page, and YouTube channel for more updates. I'm Unika Lee, and this is the What Is Podcast.